decided this topic was because we were like, well, okay, so how are we going to come together to a topic? And then we realized that we both have Linux journal issues, and we both had the same issues, so we were just browsing through the magazine and said, like, hey, this sounds important. Let's, let's talk about the same topic. But uh, now that you're, we're three, we can, we can I guess, uh, reevaluate what kind of topic we want to talk about. What would you use WebKit for then, besides having a browser? Um, uh, in the article, um, it, it tells you some examples of applications using it. A um, couple of them, I didn't know what they were. Um, ADM, Colloquy, and then MSN Messenger, uh, Mac OS X's dashboard, the iPhone uses it. Safari, of course, uses it. Conquer. Mm -hmm. So the Instant Messenger actually uses HTML to display stuff? That's what it, it says. MSN Messenger uses it. Uh, it doesn't really say what it used, used it for, but I you know, didn't get that out of the article. It just kind of said that it used it. Now, um... Yeah, so basically, you would use it like okay, you see the browser right there, but you you can use the engine as a component to your application. Now, the future is supposed to be is that well, you can draw instead of actually drawing all these interface within your application window. Let's say like you have a let's say you have you want to create an application, but you know a desktop application, but you know mostly. Uh, PHP or HTML or SVG or JavaScript or something. So just, I, I guess, web languages. So what you will do is so you will create your your window on the application, let's say on Glade or let's say on, on Qt Composer or whatever, and you will create your window, and in that window you will just drop WebKit, and once WebKit is in, you will say, WebKit, load this page on the LAN. And then on the land you will have instead of drawing all these widgets inside the on the desktop application, you will have to do it in HTML. So what that makes is that makes really a quick and easy kludge of using HTML to draw whatever's in, inside the window and the rest it will be uh and just just use the win the how could you call it? The icon set and all those kind of stuff on a desktop app. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? <laughs> yeah. So can you put JavaScript inside of it and CSS? Or? Exactly. Right. Okay. Oh, you can do it on the server. You can just say web. It will load the WebKit component, and the WebKit component will statically load your 
application that resides on some server, so all your HTML or your PHP and all that stuff, it will be on the server, and it will just, and inside that window, you will have all your HTML widget tree and whatever. So that makes it really easy for you to generate interfaces dynamically. But then again, you have to ask yourself, what's the point? I mean, I can just send them the URL that can do it that from there. Um, mm -hmm. I guess the point is that you can merge it, so you can send the information from the web or from whatever is displayed on the web kit and send it to other components on the desktop. Oh, what I was asking, though, is more of, can you, like, use client-side JavaScript inside? Like yeah. Your, how do you interact? Is that how you interact with the Qt application? That's a very interesting question. I think they, they, they mentioned on that uh, document I sent you, they mentioned that in the sense that uh, they do that for the the sidebar on the application they did. I, uh, did you open the PDF? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, check the third the image, the third image. And you see that there is a, you see the issues on a Qt widget, and then you click on the Qt widget, and it will render that issue on the HTML widget, which is the, I guess the workspace. Yeah. So I guess that's why you get the best of both worlds. You get the HTML, and then you get the desktop widget tree, which I guess you can do also using uh, in Firefox. You can do this thing in Sul. Mm -hmm. What's right. the point of why not just use all HTML then? Um, because it's faster, I guess. Widgets are a little bit faster than. I suppose, and then you have to deal with the back and forward buttons. Right. So I mean, it's an it's an example. Um, actually, personally, I don't see that much use. Like you said, you mm -hmm. can just do the whole thing in HTML. Um, I guess just because it will look like an application on your desktop. Like it will be an icon on your desktop and, and you can put it on your menus, for example. Mm -hmm. So it won't be a bookmark, it will be an actual application residing on your system menu. And I guess for corporate software, that makes much sense. On better sense, I guess. Yeah. Um, then you can still retain some functionality if the server goes down, maybe. Right, and then you have the functionality of the grid. Now, for example, Ajax have done a lot trying to implement that grid, a grid that you can sort and you can make all these kind of things. On Qt, you have a very a very powerful uh, grid component, so you can just load that HTML or that XML uh, data in that grid, and you don't have to worry about uh, making it like Excel, for example, because most people do that on Excel, but then again, it's like, how can you load pages and pages? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
So all of a sudden you have the the, the grid widget from Qt, and then you uh, people can sort it, they can uh, manipulate the data, whatever, uh, and uh, and you ha you don't have to worry. Otherwise, you have to code the whole thing in JavaScript. Mm -hmm. By the way, I think this is what we would be talking if we were doing a. <laughs> An actual show. <laughs> so, uh, and you can see the, the code here, and it's actually quite simple. I mean, most of the code is like, I mean, even if you don't know, because I don't know C++ either, uh, at least I not know it to, to, to code it, but I can read it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. the, the only problem that I see, for example, is that you're not doing here any protocol calls. It's not like Ajax. Uh, you're scrapping web content out of uh, um, uh, regular expressions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems kind of fishy. Yeah. So, for example, although it's, it's an example, I mean, you could, I guess, this is just the way they they did it just because it was easier. Yeah. Uh, but if, I, wonder, I wonder why they don't have, like, the code uh, number. Because I would really want to um, show you a piece of code where they actually put some regular expressions. Actually, the the function is called QregXP. You know? Yeah. Issue. Uh, and then class equals data data. Actually, no. It's something like div id talks and then the whole regular expression thing. View view. Is it the article? Yeah, it's in the article. Uh, it's around almost at the end of the article. If you search for now that we have an issue, um, is the comment right above it? Table of contents. Also. Okay. Yeah. So you see that TLC? Yeah. So it's divid TLC dash div, and there's just basically a regular expression. And what I'm saying is, like, even though that's fine, it doesn't look very elegant. <laughs> it would be better just to call component and select uh, the 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 node, you know, from your XML. Mm -hmm. That would be a clean call. Otherwise, you have to do a lot of logistic, I guess. I guess. I think, like, to do an application like this, I would probably create a RESTful web service. So exactly. Right. And then just get back the XML and parse it. Mm hmm And use maybe a native library, an XML library to get... I yeah, mean, I, would, I, would, I would probably do the same thing. I mean, it's usually the cleanest way. But I guess that was not the angle of the of the article. <laughs> <laughs> so is there a way to do you have to get the HTML from an external server or is it more set up so that you have just to download the file and then load the file in well the way I was reading this I think they have um, the whole HTML component like template already done on the application and they just scrap the thumbnails and the information and then they just loop it, you know? Mm 
Okay, I guess I guess I've got it right in front of me, but <laughs> you think you could if you just made it a restful service, you could cache the articles and only request so much that you need, like thought give it the last article that you've received and then get all the future articles. You know why why this could be useful or how can this be useful? Instead of making calls, actually you can like grab the whole thing and use it as an ebook reader. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that comic application. I can't remember the one that downloads your comics from different sources. It's just a Linux application that it will read your comic, comic reader or something like that. And it will go up and grab all these strips of comics. What are you going to say? I haven't seen anything like that. Like The only one I've seen really is uh, comics with an X. Oh, okay. I, I see I see comics now. Uh, yeah, it, I think it's kind of like that. Comic book viewer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. So it will just go and grab your strips, your, your images from the web. But the thing is that if you can like actually like an RSS that you can save it on your on your on your database or internal database, you can just say, "Hey, uh, just download the newest one, and I will read it when I, kind of like a podcast." <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It will save it on your hard disk. Hmm. So that's like publicly available ones, right? Yeah. So let's say you have, it's kind of like what um, Wall Street did with their viewer or the reader. You remember that? Mm-hmm. The, the Wall Street Journal launched a, a thingy for, for the, looking at their, ma- at their newspaper. So you will come up every day and it will say, hey, what's new on the Wall Street Journal? It will download it and then you can view it on your on your application. And then it's yours. So yeah, I, so I guess it would like be like be that. Fun. Huh? It sounds like it would be fun to develop. Yeah. To actually get to test out. The, is it like a mobile device? No, it, it was just an application that they came up and it was only Windows version. So there's a big rage about it. There's another one that uh, is Comic Viewer. This one is in Java. Uh, yeah. So I guess that will be a merge between an, an example to merge the desktop application with the web content, and you will actually use the rendering engine quite a bit because trying to do that just with your toolkit, it will be a pain. Mm-hmm. You will have to load like an image component and then if you want more information, you will have to basically redesign the interface. Like for, the, for the desktop application, you mean? Yeah. But let's, let's, say, mm-hmm. let's say you don't have that HTML good in, in it and you want to, let's, let's say that we're taking the example of the one, that, the, the Linux Journal one, and they say, oh, but you know what? I actually wanted like I, I wanted to have a third button. You know, you say email PDF, and there's the others download PDF. I want a third icon there. So if you 
Well, you have to go to the source code again, but and and probably that is not the best example because you can just drop a button there. But let's say something that is very HTML-like. You want a graphic as the background, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of impossible to do it with the toolkit. You cannot just theme the toolkit for that specific window. While in an HTML, it's really simple. You just add the CSS and you're done. But how come it hasn't been done for the desktop applications? I mean, it has been done. I mean, that comic uh, reader is an example that has been done. It's just mm-hmm. that I guess that, well, for example, if uh, if you're talking about the magazine, like Linux Journal, why they haven't done a Linux Journal client is because, well, first they sell their magazine, and second they want to increase the traffic on their website. Uh, I, I mean, the uh, like having XML-based window specifications 